a Monday night, as drunk as drunk could be, I saw a horse outside the door where my old horse should be. <laughs> so I called me wife and I says to her, will you kindly tell to me? Who owns that horse outside the door where my old horse should be? Ah, you drunk, you drunk, you silly, you fool, still you can't see. That's the law you said that the mother said to me. Well, it's many a day I've traveled a hundred miles or more. But a saddle on a saddle sure I never saw before. Well, as I came home on a Tuesday night, as drunk, as drunk a bit. I saw a coat behind the door where my old coat should be. So I called me wife. <laughs> and I says to her, Will you kindly tell to me who owns a coat behind the door where my old coat should be? Ah, you drunk, you drunk, you silly still you can see. That's the wall in a blanket that the mother sent to me. Well, it's many a day I've traveled a hundred miles or more. A buttons on a blanket sure I never saw before. All right, guys, welcome back. Um, it's Big John here, Americana, the American way. Um, it, I went a lot long on my last vid and podcast. And I, I want to hit this and hit it hard because it's, I mean, it obviously hits close to home for all of us. Right, let's just be frank and honest and, you know, about it. Got 75 freaking remote controls around here. Can I find the one I want? Oh, but the Democrats are going to renew this push for Medicare for all. And let me read off this uh, a little of this article from the Washington Post. It's entitled House Democrats Bring Back Medicare for All. Seeking to push Biden to the left. Because, you know, he just can't get far left enough for them, I guess. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, this is some of their justifications. Justifications. Everybody is seeing the chaos and destruction that the pandemic has caused. The only thing that's destroyed is our economy. said Rep. Parmelia Jayapal, Democrat, Washington, the, chief, the chair of the Congressional Progressive Caucus and, the one, and one of the bill's lead authors. It's really making people look and ask, could we have had something different had we had Medicare for all? in place. No, we couldn't have. Uh, in spite 
of all of the best efforts of our government, left, right, sideways, didn't matter. You know what, I'm just going to turn this one damn thing off. As soon as I find the remote again. Um, say what you want about Trump. Let's just go with the assumption Trump totally screwed the pooch on, medic, on the pandemic and COVID. Trump screwed up. Okay, fine. That, that makes liberals happy. Uh, we'll pretend. We'll pretend that's what happened. Let's forget that, you know, we were told not to wear masks at first. And then we were told that, well, uh, Dr. Fauci, Dr. Fauci told us, well, uh, I lied. Masks are great, but we needed to save the masks for the frontline workers. Which, by the way, you know, God bless you if you're a nurse uh, or a paramedic or a doctor or a policeman or a fireman or whatever. God bless you. You do great. But we were told, don't wear a mask. Masks won't help you. Then we suddenly get this, oh, got to have a mask. Got to, you know, mask up. Best way to slow the spread is wearing a mask. Okay, I wore the mask. So did 70% of the people who caught COVID. When mask mandates went in place, the number of virus cases went up. The states with the most lockdowns, the strongest lockdowns, had the worst outcomes. So let's forget that. Let's forget coronavirus. Let's forget COVID-19. Let's forget Wu flu. Let's forget the China virus. Let's forget them all. The government did everything they could. Now, 200,000 Americans or, or more have died. More than 200,000. Not the 200 million that Joe Biden said in his speech the other night. Not the man has a problem with to knowing the difference between thousands and millions because during the Democrat primaries, he said 150 million Americans have died uh, in gun violence since they took away the assault weapons ban. So, between the 150 million Americans that died from the assault weapons ban and the 200 million Americans who died from COVID-19, uh, evidently you're, you're watching a, a ghost right now, I guess. I, I, I don't know. Gets kicked by a mule, eyes go cross, falls in a well, eyes go straight. I don't know. By the way, my shitter's full. No, uh, what's full of shit is Washington. I've had friends with um, gov government health insurance. I've had friends with uh, health insurance through their employer. Let me tell you a little story about a man named Jed. Not the poor mountaineer who barely kept his family fed. Uh, my fantasy football bud. 
He had good insurance through his employer. Survive, not just survived, but thrived out of two, two brain tumor operations in one week. One week. Two brains, but a, a, one of the best, bestest, uh, one of the best cancer facilities in the world. Comes home somewhere uh, in the process of being in the hospital and coming home, he contracted COVID. He went to a, a local hospital because we live in a rural area. He went there and while getting sedated and put on a ventilator, the oxygen flow to his brain got cut off somehow. He also, while at that hospital, on top of COVID, contracted pneumonia. So, now he's lost some of the oxygen flow to his brain, plus, you know, the damage that the COVID and the pneumonia are doing to his body. And he's goes from a medically induced coma to just a coma uh, in a vegetative state. And eventually his family had to have him taken off a of life support. Um, a friend of my mother's, who by default is a friend of mine also, went to same hospital, breathing problems. They said, we're going to sedate her. We're going to put her on a respirator. Somewhere during the sedation and respirator process, she too had oxygen not go to her brain. Things got worse and worse. It slipped from a medically induced coma into a normal coma coma. Link, lingered for a while and her family had to have her taken off of life support. It's not about throwing healthcare out there and saying, okay, everybody's insured now. That's important. Don't get me wrong. You can get healthcare many ways in this country. You can shop around and buy your own damn healthcare at any time. Before, after, and during Obamacare or uh, the actual name of the bill is the Affordable Care Act. I had... Okay, so the first friend I mentioned was on health insurance from his employer... Uh, supposedly a good health insurance plan. He worked for a good multinational or yeah, multinational corporation. The other one was on, um, I believe government assisted health insurance or maybe Medicare. I'm not really sure. Uh, it was a government run health insurance program. The, the, the level and type of health insurance they had made no difference. What made the difference was the level of medical care they were able to obtain. The hospitals, the doctors, 
the nurses. That's what matter. And it, it, like I said, if you're a doctor, a nurse, a paramedic, God bless you. You deserve, you can do something I cannot do. Now, I've taken care of mentally handicapped people of all levels. From people with single digit IQs. I don't know how the hell you figure that out. But uh, people that are in their 50s with the mentality of a toddler. To people that you can carry on a conversation with. Just like I'm talking right now. But they were illiterate. Or they were severely dyslexic. Or autistic or something of that nature. I can do that. But I cannot be a nurse, a doctor. Or a paramedic. I, I just. It's not in me. So I'm not trying to rag on these people. Let me tell you about a third friend. One of my mother's co-workers. She was cool to me and my mom. Nice lady. Uh, she was poor. She got on government assisted health care. Um, Medicaid, I think they call it. And... She was bounced from hospital to hospital. Nobody ever really figured out quite what was wrong. My mom This was before COVID or anything. December 23rd, my mom was visiting her at the hospital. They were talking. They were planning on uh, my mom and I taking her Thanksgiving dinner and presents and things. Or, pardon me, Christmas dinner and presents and whatnot. And having Christmas in the hospital room for her. December 24th, my mom's looking for a little miniature Christmas tree to take and she gets the phone call. And then I get the frantic phone call from my mom. This woman died. Don't know what, how she went from being happy and joyous 24 hours earlier to dead 24 hours later. The moral to the story is having access to health insurance is not the, the, the answer to keeping people alive, uh, pandemic, or everyday illness, or whatever. The answer to it is, okay, the answer to it is getting good medical care for everyone, everywhere. Instead of investing this money and throwing out a health care plan. We need to invest in our doctors and our nurses and our medical facilities. Our medical infrastructure, technology, technology the, the sharing of information from doctor to doctor so every doctor can be on one level. Okay? 
how the hell do I know whether, unless I go to my doctor's office and I physically see the certificates on his walls, I don't know if I'm getting the valedictorian of Harvard Medical School or the guy that graduated with a C- from, uh, you know, Joe Bob's Online University for Doctors. I don't know. Okay. Good, bad, or otherwise health insurance. If people don't have, whether you're rural or you're urban, uh, whether you live in a major city or a minor village, a small town, a a small city, whatever you want to call it, you should be able to get access to the same medical technology that they have in a major city where my friend got his brain surgery. His brain, people. His freaking brain got operated on and it went so well that the doctor said, fuck it, let's do let's do the second surgery. We were going to wait a few weeks. And we all thought, oh man, the doctor did the surgeries too soon. That's why he had to be rushed to the hospital the day he got out of the hospital. No, he c contracted the virus. He went to the hospital somewhere during the sedation and intubation for the ventilator process. The blood, the oxygen flow to his brain didn't get there and there was brain damage and it deteriorated from there. And then on top of COVID, which he caught somewhere while he was getting his brain surgery or maybe before that because of the incubation period. Then after he was diagnosed with COVID, he was diagnosed with uh, pneumonia on top of that. But he didn't, the second hospital that he went to was not a world-class hospital. It could have been. We have, the technology is there like the $6 million man. Okay. We can rebuild him, right? Like uh, whoever the hell the $6 million man was. Uh, but why, why aren't we investing in our technology, our medical infrastructure, where doctors can constantly be in a learning process and the doctors in, the, in rural Ohio, rural West Virginia can have the same access as the doctors in the major cities in Ohio and West Virginia. Uh, there's a big difference in going to a small town hospital in West by God, Virginia, and the major medical facilities they have in Charleston. Why is that? You mean you mean to tell me that the doctor? at uh, the Mayo Clinic can't share groundbreaking treatment information or that the hospitals uh, 
in uh, the Cleveland Clinic or University Hospital in Cleveland can't have or can't share the technology with the hospital in a rural area or vice versa you know the I guess what I'm trying to say is the rural area cannot have the same technology as the hospital in Cleveland when we're two hours apart I know in Ohio by the way for you those of you watching this we don't measure things by kilometers or miles we measure things by things by minutes and hours uh, the the distance you travel is measured in hours not miles that's unique other places they do it differently uh, anyways we're two hours from Cleveland doctors technology information can't be shared the, this hospital over here can't have equal technology to this hospital up here I don't get that and I think that's where the healthcare debate should be in this country. Not just, hey, we're going to put everybody on Medicare and whoop, there it is. You know? Uh, just a different way of looking at it. A, a different thought I had. Because friends of mine have had, have had health insurance but not good access to medical facilities, not access to the best technology, the best uh, information. I, I'm, I know I'm, I'm walking a razor thin line of getting my ass in a hell of a lawsuit by saying this, but I feel our government is taking the wrong approach to this is what I'm saying. So when, you, when we're debating and fighting on social media about Medic, Medicare for all, I think there's a different way of looking at it is what I'm trying to say. Um, access to the finest technology and the finest information. Our doctors and nurses having access to the finest information is where the fight needs to be. And where the argument needs to be. Alright. Let's finish with a good Irish drinking song. Because uh, it is St. Paddy's Day. <laughs> Thank you all. God bless you. Pray for each other. Like, share, subscribe. I'm supposed to say that in every video. Find me on Parlor at The Real Big John. And you know what the hell platform you're listening and watching this on. So I'm not going to say it. I came home on a Wednesday night As drunk As drunk Could be I saw a pipe upon the chair Where my old pipe should be So I called his wife and said to her Would you kindly tell to him 
Who owns a pipe upon the chair? Where my old pipe should be. Ah, you're drunk, you're drunk, you say, still you can't see. That's a lovely tip whistle that my mother sent to me. Well, it's many a day of travel, a hundred miles or more. But when back home in a tip whistle, sure, I never saw before. So I came home on a Thursday night, as drunk as drunk could be. I saw two boots beneath the bed, where my old boots should be. So I called me wife, and I says to her, would you kindly tell to me? Who owns the boots beneath the bed where my old boots should be? Ah, you're drunk, you're drunk, you say, 